if the U.S. government, the media, the legal system, and the church can't keep democracy alive. It's time for a state sale, a podcast on American democracy, because America is better than this. Thanks for joining us once again on a state sale. I'm co-host Lori Lattimore-Volkman. And I'm Brad Rayleigh. Today we have a really short bonus pod for you. Brad and I are full steam ahead on the Riding with Biden team after watching an exhilarating Democratic National Convention. If you didn't watch, go back and look at the speeches from Bernie Sanders, Michelle Obama, Barack Obama, and definitely Joe Biden. They were short, they had defined and inspiring messages, and it was so refreshing and powerful. Definitely worth your time. Have you watched the DNC? I ended up watching Obama and, and <sighs> Kamala last night, and they were fantastic. We did sit down last night on the DNC site and watched, well, we watched Joe for sure, and uh, he was great. I was yeah. blown away. I didn't expect him to be that good. I mean, I figured they'd write a good speech, right? But yeah. was I was so and... impressed. And I yeah. like the format. Like, I hope they do this online thing again. <laughs> I know there's other reasons you don't do it, but my favorite guys at Pod Save America, I watched their stream and they they do it on YouTube and they're like talking, they're, they're doing their own, like texting each other, which is sort of a funny commentary while stuff is going oh, on. Man. They've kind of been, I don't know, a little snippy about this idea of, oh, just what I want to watch, you know, two hours of Zoom meetings. But I think they forget most people don't go to the convention, right? So right. for those of us at home, Watching two hours of pomp and circumstance and stupid balloons going in the air and delegates right. yelling their candidate and people cheering is boring. I think it's boring. I've never watched one. The only thing I've watched is when Obama gave his acceptance speech. You know? yeah. And here they went from one speaker to the next and they had timed it. So you have like the, the little two minute one yeah. and then a, a video montage. It was very moving. And then you have a keynote and they spread out their keynotes really brilliantly i thought you know starting off with michelle obama and bernie on day one who were both amazing i, I watched michelle I, I, I didn't actually see bernie but i heard only good things so yeah and they used them so so well it's like bernie talks about the threat to our democracy you know and right. and how which is great because Bernie's seen as this left-wing radical socialist and he's right, up there saying, right. no, we have an authoritarian in office. <laughs> we have a fascist yeah, in yeah. office. Our democracy yeah. is at stake. And then Michelle comes in with a very heartfelt and, and very personal appeal about this country and how much she loves it and how it's hurting people and especially people of color and women. Like, you couldn't have used her any better. And she's just so popular anyway. And then I thought, Obama. <laughs> I mean. He was fantastic. I know. And putting him in Philadelphia in front of where the Constitution was signed, I thought, what a masterful, subtle, not so subtle <laughs> message. Right. Because, I mean, <laughs> to your point, you couldn't you couldn't do that with an in-person no. uh, convention. And I, what I also loved very much was having Julia. She was unbelievable last night. I mean, that line about uh, Joe Biden goes to church so often he doesn't have to tear gas protesters to, to get the photo <laughs> up. I mean, it was like, oh my God, that was brilliant. I you know. know. It was just so good. It was so much better. No commercials. Everything was, yeah. you know, next speaker, next speaker. And the little boy. That was fantastic. I was tearing up. I Me mean, that too. Was Without Joe Biden, I wouldn't be talking to you today. 
About a few months ago, I met him in New Hampshire. He told me that we were members of the same club. We, we, stutter. He told me about a book of poems by Yeats he would read out loud to practice. He showed me how he marks his addresses to make them easier to say out loud. And now I'm here talking to you today. about the future. We all want the world to feel better. We need the world to feel better. I'm just a regular kid, and in a short amount of time, Joe Biden made me more confident about something that's bothered me my whole life. Joe Biden cared. Imagine what he could do for all of us. Kids like me are counting on you to elect someone we can all look up to. Someone who cares. Someone who will make our country and the world feel better. We're counting on you to elect Joe Biden. One of my friends on Twitter, I posted this on Facebook. The first thought they had was, you know, Trump mocking a, a disabled reporter. I mean, that's yes. the, the contrast could not be any more stark right there. Just right there. Just that kind of compassion. It, it is. It's like one guy's making fun of somebody's disability. Another one yeah. has so much empathy and compassion and personal experience. And he actually met with him and went over how he does speeches and how he practices reading poems from a particular poet because it really helped him articulate his speech. It just shows the true heart of both of these men. One has a heart and one has nothing, an yeah. empty cave in his soul. Yeah, no, I think that's exactly right. There was a fantastic thread of a guy who used to be Joe Biden's uh, driver in the Senate. And what he said was, he said, I'm, a, I'm afraid a lot of people are going to hear these stories about Joe Biden giving out his cell phone. Uh, and just sort of say, oh, yeah, right, whatever, that's not true. And uh, this guy would have to run uh, Biden to Union Station, you know, when he was in the Senate to catch right. the train to get back right. to Delaware. And sometimes if he was late, then they had to find a driver. There was a Delaware driver he would meet who would drive him then to, to Delaware. And he dropped him off at Union Station one night, and it was really close to the edge. And he hung around because he was <laughs> he was deathly afraid of leaving uh, chairman of the Senate of Foreign Relations. <laughs> Uh, uh, stranded in Union Station. And so, and Joe called him a little bit later and said, where are you? And so he pulled around and Joe comes walking out with this guy and they're laughing together. And the guy gets in the car with him and the driver's like, well, he must've run into an old friend. Turns out as they start driving, uh, Joe Biden is asking this guy about his life. It's clear this was a perfect stranger. He had met in the train station who had missed his train to Delaware as well. And he needed a ride home. And the driver's like, was that maybe the wisest thing in the world to pick up a total stranger? Maybe not. But, maybe not. But it demonstrated his compassion for somebody who was in a, in a tough bind and was going the same direction. I thought they did a really good job of just really showing who Joe Biden is as a man, as a leader, family man, his career, and like just everything. Like I said, I wasn't surprised that he had a a well-written speech, but he yeah. he just crushed it on delivery too. Like I he, thought so too. The one thing I wish he would have done or wish his speechwriter would have put in, I would have liked when he was talking about Kamala and her ferocity, I would have loved for him to say, she took me to task. She yeah. made me about some of my decisions and I and I applaud her for that. Not that would have been a really nice way of addressing that, you know, primary kind of battle. Right. Um, and get it out there. And then then right. the, essentially Republicans can't do anything with it either. Because it's right. like, hey, I've already so what? <laughs>
That's yeah. why. That's one of the reasons I made her my vice president. <laughs> exactly, because yeah. unlike you, I don't have just sycophants around me who who uh, uh, refuse to to say that the emperor has no clothes. When Biden announced Kamala as the pick, and Obama went on a um, podcast with David Pluff, he said. You know, one of the best things this shows about Joe Biden is he is not afraid to have people around him who will challenge him mm -hmm. and who are smarter than him. Like he that's what he wants. If you needed a justification or if your person wasn't picked for vice president or if or even if Joe wasn't your pick, like right. that statement right there says just so much about how this ticket will be so good for America, regardless of them not being everything you wanted. That's right. Well, as uh, David Sedaris said in The New Yorker in 2016, if you're undecided in this election, he was talking about 2016, yeah. it says if you're on a plane and the stewardess comes down the aisle and says, would you like the chicken or would you like the shards of glass mixed with shit? <laughs> and, your, and your response is, how was the chicken cooked? Yeah. That's that's what describes somebody who is undecided looking at these two, one a monster with absolutely no soul and one a compassionate, flawed, but a deeply compassionate and thoughtful human. I mean, that's, you know, yeah, yeah. that should be the end right there. Right? I know. Yeah. You know, the guys at Pod Save America were also saying, you know, this convention isn't for us. It's not for the people who already are voting for Joe Biden. It's for the people who are undecided or whatever. And I thought it is clearly that's a the main target, of course, because they're, they're the ones you do have to convince. Right. But I felt energized last night for the first time mm. in a while. Like I was excited. And I think also what Joe Biden had to do was get Democrats who were like, of course, I'm voting for him, but he wasn't my first choice. Right. Or Democrats right. who are just like, yeah, I'm voting for him, but I'm, that's what I'm going to do. I'm just going to vote. I felt right. like it was a, like a call to action. Like get your ass yeah. off your chair and go do something. Because if we don't get this guy elected, we are so <laughs> yeah, exactly. And That's exactly right. You're exactly right. It may not be for those of us who are already voting for him, but it is about that um, energy level and that uh, enthusiasm level, which everybody kind of pulls is, you know, how it's not enough that you're going to vote. Are you going to talk to somebody and say, hey, are you getting are you getting your ballot delivered? Are you, um, uh, you know, are you canvassing? Are you calling or something like right. that? I was really I felt so good last night. <laughs> You and I spend most of our time feeling bad about this country and right. about the people running it and, and feeling anxious about the election and about the people who are trying to run it and hoping they do it right. And I just thought it was so refreshing to know for the last four days, they did exactly what they had to do. They did, they did the best they could. And I thought it was amazing. And I thought it really sent the message. Yeah. And I thought, like I said, I, I am ready to go you know, riding with Biden. Like I'm actually excited yeah. about him, partly because I know he will put the people in place who were the ones I really wanted. You know, yeah. you know, Elizabeth Warren and Pete Buttigieg and Cory Booker and Amy Klobuchar, they will all have important roles, whether they're in the cabinet or not. They are, or they will be key cabinet. pieces yeah. Yeah. to his agenda and his administration. And that will be amazing. We have a great purpose as a nation to open the doors of opportunity to all Americans, to save our democracy, to be a light to the world once again. For love is more powerful than hate. Hope is more powerful than fear. And light is more powerful than dark. This is our moment. This is our mission. 
And this is a battle we will win and we'll do it together. Yes, we will, Joe. Yes, we will. It's time for a state sale, a podcast on American democracy, because America is better than this.